Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Your boy LeBron passing up an easy layup to give, uh, you know, uh, Bradley the three in the corner all by himself. Brick. That guy can't shoot. Why would you pass up a layup under the basket all alone to kick it out for a three when you got an easy deuce? Honestly. You know what's amazing to me? is that they struggle, have you ever noticed, in every game they play? This is going back years now. So ever since they got him as well, what's he been there now, two years? Is that it? This will be his second year. So every game that they play in, they struggle. Is, is that about right? Like they never just beat anyone, just handily. Have you ever noticed that? That every game they play, they struggle. They have, they have a problem in every game they play. I mean, Utah's giving them fits right now. They can't, they just can't dust anybody off. Do you remember, like, let's not forget, they have more bets on them to win the NBA championship than anyone in the league. That is amazing to me that people are so stupid that they fall for that Laker BS. It is so funny to me. I mean, it is hilarious. They have no chance to win the NBA championship with this crap team they got. I mean, to tell you, they have, honestly, I'll give you AD and LeBron, and then, you know, and, you know, I'm not buying the whole, you know, I think Kuzma's a good young talent. I'll give you that. But they're always trying to sell me this Caruso guy and all these other guys. Bradley. Bradley can't shoot. I, he's a great defender, right? Green, do you remember how bad he was in the playoffs last year shooting threes? I mean, he was a, an atrocity. So I'm sitting there watching him. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. This team's winning the NBA championship? My ass. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They understand it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference, Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Oh, Rihanna's at the game tonight. Check out. Uh, then again, it uh, doesn't matter if you win the NBA Finals if you've got uh, Rihanna in the front row. I guess. So do you think they have uh, better celebrities, uh, Carver High, than the Knicks at the Garden? Or is yes, it about 100%. even? Oh. Uh, Oh, Lakers are better? Lakers, no question. No question? No question. Bigger celebs at Laker games. Really? All right. Do you think, like, because, um, you know, Jack Nicholson still goes to the games, right? How old is he now? 110? Is he still going? He's 110. Oh, you're going to bust off a little seether here. Oh, this is going to be a strong effort. Let's get into this. Crank it up. Everyone down the line, get a hold of yourself. We have to enjoy ourselves on a pain-free Friday and play some killer music to go with the show, like I've always done in my career. If you don't like it, go to bed. Bets you made against Pharrell. Fortel. Fortification. Show away this madness of 
served you well. All right. It was a very strong effort by Seether. This one goes old school, way back. First time I ever heard this, I was blown away, and then I liked the band forever. The Righteous. And that's the mind of the week, baby. Are you ready? You got to be ready for this one, Carver High. Are you ready, Maddie? I know you're ready. Here we go. No Jesus crime. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Strong effort. Here we go. Put the gun in my mouth and pull the trigger. I feel so alive in here. Come on. The gun in my mouth and pulled the window. I feel so alive in here. Pick it up. Yeah. Feel it. I like this. You've been even over. I keep rolling over. More. Sing it. You keep taking over. I keep rolling over, Rover. I can't take it anymore. All right. There's nothing like FOTV, baby. For all on a bench. That you made against me. I'm going to take your calls. 855-212-4227. Devon in Dallas on the ticket. What's up, bro? Hey, bro. Hey, I just wanted to ask you. um, What do you think about the Nationals and and the Astros, man? You were go. You were down on the on the. I'm not a Nationals fan, but you were down on the Nationals ever since they started the playoffs. But look at them now. Yeah, um, I, that's just not true. Uh, that's just not accurate. I was down on the Nationals. What does that mean? My, uh, tell them the truth, Carver. I what is? I I've seen this a couple times. Like we've been down on the Nationals here for years because they never win, and then when they beat Milwaukee in that wild card game. 
We were rooting for them against the Dodgers. Every single night. And we were rooting for them against the Cardinals. And we said a billion times that after they got over that hump and, and beat Milwaukee. And I'm rooting for them now. That that, so there you go. Goodbye. This could be the thing that maybe like the Caps a few years ago springboards them to winning a title. Isn't it great when I get people, and I know Devon, I like Devon, but it, people just constantly calling in here, like putting words in my mouth. Like, yeah, you don't uh, like them, and I, I know you don't like them, and I know you don't, you're not taking the, I never said any of that. I never, I, I never once said any of that. I've been rooting for him the whole time, and I still don't care about him. So whatever. Speaking of it, the Astros have finally won. Nothing like a crisp uh, four hours and ten minutes yeah. uh, to play a nine-inning game here tonight in D.C. But... Do you think they realize that uh, people are diving off that broadcast like the building was on fire? I mean, we were so checked out of it from about 10.30 on. It was just— I mean, honestly, I just saw this USC quarterback fumble the game away, and they recovered it. They shouldn't have. But uh, he fumbled. He got sacked and fumbled. Now he's picking grass out of his face mask. He got lit and fumbled the ball, and USC somehow pounced on it. But they're in big trouble here. But they're up, you know, near midfield. They're at around, I don't know, the 41 or 2 now after the fumble. But they're lucky they recovered it. That would have been lights out, game over. Yeah, I'm not uh, against the Nationals. So whatever gave you that idea, your neighbor, your dog, I don't know. I don't know who convinced you of that. It's not accurate. I've been, I, not only that, I've been betting on him. What a catch. What a catch. But, you know, they're still short of the first down. So they're going to be uh, – it's third and short here. But they're at, uh, they're at midfield. They need to get this first down. And I don't know. It's close. I think he got it. But they're not going to give him the spot. Watch. Watch this lousy spot by these refs. I think he got it. They're, they're going to give it to him. He, he got it. Barely. I think he's got the first down. They're giving it to him. Boom, first down. So USC's got the ball, 345 left, Carver High. Do they get it done or not? After that last touchdown pass, that was pretty impressive. I think the Buffaloes will win. You think the Buffaloes are going to win the game? There you go. Yeah, because I'm I'm like, this this game's been way better than that World Series game. What was it? Four to one the final. Four to one the final. Astros are back in it. Two one now. And uh, the one thing that I would be concerned about if I was an Astro fan for tomorrow is you used a lot of arms, and you're going to have to use a lot of arms tomorrow with a quote unquote bullpen game. So the Nats aren't going to have to. They're going to have Corbin starting the game. So I don't know how the Astros. They're going to have a, a hard time navigating 27 outs tomorrow to take Game Four. So Ohio State has won every game by at least 24 points. Uh, They've controlled every game early, covering the first half spread in all seven of their games. Justin Fields uh, has been unbelievable, the best offense in college football, and um, they they have been. And uh, a defense uh, is as good as their offense. Chase Young has been incredible. And uh, the bottom line is um, their schedule – Became easier after last week. Uh, Wisconsin's lost to Illinois. Shows the Badgers uh, are, you know, not as threatening as they, uh, uh, you know, everyone thinks they are. After they blew that game. And then uh, Clemson's schedule is so easy that uh, the predictor is uh, saying 23% 
of its chances of reaching the playoff, even if it finishes 12-1 and with a loss to South Carolina. They're not losing to South Carolina. Do you think South Carolina is going to beat Clemson? I do not. And then um, how does Alabama's situation uh, play out? Touchdown, USC just scored. They just scored. Unbelievable. They've taken the lead. Ton of time for Colorado. Ton of time. Two minutes. The clock's rolling. How is that? So the clock's rolling? I don't understand that. The guy scores the touchdown and the, the clock's still rolling? Yeah, I don't know what that's about. That, that's wrong. That, the, the guy's freaking out on the clock, right? The clock should stop. It should have stopped the minute he scored, right? Of course. Uh, he's in bounds. That's a that's a legit touchdown. There's no questions asked. That will be a touchdown. Um, a loss to Wisconsin and Columbus tomorrow would uh, be a huge blow to the Buckeyes, uh, but not devastating uh, because what Wisconsin is in the opposite division. The Buckeyes would still have a 71% chance to win the Big Ten East and a 51% shot to reach the playoff. Should the Buckeyes lose but win out and finish 12-1 and Big Ten champs, they'd have an 88% shot at the playoff. Is there anything, in your opinion, more ridiculous, uh, Carver High, than uh, these uh, these college football like um, you know predictors and these FPI charts and graphs? You know uh, what do they call them? Charts and graphs. Yeah, just all these like uh, computers determining games now. Like they they yeah, think I, that I, simulators like this that is everywhere now. But that's it's absolute BS. This is in every sport. It's all charts and graphs. Some dude sitting at a computer pressing buttons. Telling you who's going to win the game. who's going to win the game. Meanwhile, anything can happen it's at like, any time. It's like it's a video game. Well, that's what they're trying to make it. And believe me you, it's not. Younger charts and graphs crowd is trying to make it that way. I don't believe for one minute ever that that, uh, that system works. Not for one second. I do not believe in those computer simulations and those... Uh, Playoff predictors, and then you know the F. What is it? Is it FBI? They call it. There's a couple of them. I, I'm not sure which. What is it? So is it FBI or PFI? What? Which one is it? You know what I'm talking about? Where they predict every single game, <laughs> every single game they predict. So if you look at like, uh, if you pull up a game, what happens is you pull it up, and then the the matchup predictor tells you who's gonna win. And it's just, it's absolutely hilarious. It's ridiculous. It really is. It is so funny to me that a computer is going to determine who's going to win the game. Not the players, not the coach, not the weather, not injuries, nothing. Just a a computer prediction is going to be the the determining factor for every game in football and in the playoffs and in the, you know, Super Bowl or in the college football playoff. It's absolute insanity. 855-212-4227. Start calling the show about Saturday and Sunday games. What are you waiting for? You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Carver, hi. Uh, you got to admit, uh, I know you wanted uh, Colorado to win, but uh, that's a hell of a, a win for USC to come back and win that game. They were down 10 twice. I mean, oh, it's a really nice job by them. They just wouldn't go away. Good for them. They're going to go to 5-3. Five to five and three. You know, it doesn't matter, wins, but that was a big wins win. How many keeps his job? It doesn't matter. Right? Oh, I think they're firing him either way. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're going to get rid of him either way. I, I mean, bust off a long winning streak here, and they'd, and they'd still get rid of him, right? I think so. For I Urban mean, Meyer, you have to. 
if they have the opportunity afforded to them to get that guy, I think they'll do that in a second. So, do you think they would uh, would keep him on the staff, or would that be too no, uncomfortable? No, 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 you can't do that. No, Urban brings his own crew. Maybe he could be the athletic director. Didn't uh, Lynn Swan quit that job? Who's running that school now? Who's running that athletic program now? Anybody? Remember Hayden quit, Swan quit. Right. They, I don't think that they've announced a replacement for the athletic director. I believe that the president or whoever is now running the show. Can you send my resume out there for me? As you know, I, I'm trying to get the Pirates. Between the Pirate job and the USC athletic director well, job. Well, I went after the Padre job, too. Yeah, who got that job? <laughs> Some guy named Yingling. I forget his name already. <laughs> Jay something? Yinzer? What's his I don't know his name from Adam. Joe in Milwaukee, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Phil, thanks for taking my call. How you doing? Yeah, man, I'm good, dude. Hey, man, I just wanted to thank you and Mafia and Carver High. I just got out of the joint doing a couple years All right. after I made a bad after I made a bad mistake. And then listening to you every night, man, it gave me some peace of mind and made me laugh and Plus, you're real. You're a real dude, man. And so, I really what did uh, that. what, what did yeah, man? Where did you do your stretch? And and do guys uh, did guys in the prison listen to the show? Yes, yeah, some. But it's amazing. The, the the amazing thing about prison is it's all guys, and and there's not a lot of sports fans in it. Like I was watching the Final Four in the day room. There was two of us in there, and with a with a unit full of sixty people, there was two of us watching the final four. It was crazy. Yeah, that that wouldn't uh, go over well with me. I would have been I would have been in there with you for sure. Like yeah, I, I would have never expected it. I don't understand that why they don't like sports. So, but were you able to like so you were able to watch like sports every Saturday and Sunday like you could watch games? Well, yeah. When I initially got locked up, I had to use the day room TV, which everybody shares, and. There'd be sports on, and guys would be watching like some five-year-old repeat movie, which was kind of weird. But then I got my own TV, so I could watch broadcast stuff, not cable stuff. Right. Where did you do? Your, where did you do your stretch? Uh, in Wisconsin, a prison called Oak Hill, and then a prison called Chippewa. All right. So you're out now. Is is life going good for you? Uh, well, when I when I got locked up, before I got locked up, I had a I was running a law firm, making about a hundred G's a year, and now I'm scooping bacon bits at a uh, bacon factory and making 11 bucks an hour. But I'll end up working my way back. It's just going to take a while. The felonies hurt me a little bit, but so uh, like off, right. like off the, like off the record, was it like a little little white collar crime action going there, Joe? Well, here's what I did. I was in a relationship and I had uh, was in love and I bought this girl a car and then we broke up. And I got drunk one night and decided I wanted the car back and <laughs> went back and took it. And it was in her garage, which was attached to her house. So they call that a burglary. So, Wow. So you ended up, they ended up putting you in prison. Yeah, two and a half years. And what is, uh, and what did she, did you ever talk to her ever again? Uh, no, she decided that uh, part of the agreement was I never talked to her again. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. I, I, I've heard that one before. I've had, I've had chicks try that one with me. Don't ever come near me again. Don't talk to me. Don't call me. All that business. They can't stay away from me, though. They all stalk me eventually. Every chick I ever broke up with still stalks me. I'm not kidding to this day. I'm not even kidding. I'm so good in bed. That's the thing. Joe, I got to go. I love you. It really is amazing. Uh, 
He's like, yeah, part of the deal was I, I, I couldn't talk to her anymore. I'm like, you think so? Well, <laughs> I mean, but, honestly. I, I, but that's a good story. I, I, I like this story that, you know, I mean, you know, he did the right thing. He got this chick a nice car, got her a nice caddy. He the car back. All I wanted was to get the car back. And, you know, it, it was attached <laughs> So basically, if her car wasn't in the garage and it was just in the driveway, he might have been in a better Then it might have just, spot. well, I think then it might have just been a. Maybe he would have did a year instead of two and a half. Well, yeah, because that would have just been he a. wouldn't have a, been breaking and entering. Just that would have been a car theft. And then this was actual, you know, burglary. Breaking into the house. A B&E. Uh, and then a little bed and breakfast. He tried to get, maybe he tried to get a little leg when he was in there. A little side action, side piece. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So anyway, LeBron has 25 and uh, 16 in the second half, and they've opened up a 78-57 can on the Jazz at Staples. So they're finally, uh, you know, it only took a year and a half. They're finally winning a game, and uh, what are you telling me now? This story is breaking late that uh, Diaz has been cleared for this fight. That uh, what is it? They're admitting the test was wrong, or something? I guess. I mean, all I saw was Dana White tweet that the fight's a hundred percent on. They knew that Nate wasn't doing anything, wasn't cheating, anything like that. So, fight on next week. So at the Garden. And honestly, we talked about this. Mafia said it last night. It, the best thing that guy did was was to blow the whole thing up before he even got to the fight, right? Because if he doesn't say anything and then he fights and then it comes right. out after, there's always that, you know, that cloud of suspicion. And him doing it now being like, absolutely not. I'm not fighting unless you tell me that this is is good to go. That's a nice job by him. Yeah, I mean, that he uh, made him clear his name before. Yeah, instead of, like, people were telling him, oh, just go fight. It'll take care of itself. He wasn't going to do that. He wanted it cleared before he fought, which was the right thing to do. So you're seeing, uh, where did this whole story started running? I just saw Dana White tweet that the fight's 100% on. All right. There you go. Very exciting. Uh, I know people that are going to that fight. A lot of people are uh, surprised that I'm not going to the fight. I told you before. Um, it's not my cup of tea to, uh, to be honest with you, to come into the city on Saturdays for any reason whatsoever, literally ever. You know what I mean? I come into the city every single day of my life. It's a, it's a nightmare on Elm Street. Is it not? Like, what'd you say today? Two hours just to get to work? Absolutely brutal. So, like, why would you ever want to come in here for anything ever on a Saturday or Sunday? Do you know what I mean? Like, seriously, do you ever come in? Like, what do you come in for at best like a Barclays Islander game at best, and you don't even do that. No, like, I mean, last Saturday I came in for the offside thing, but unless it's something like well, that, I'm that, not, that's work. Well, I mean, that not... that you'd jump over a rainbow for, but the other one, uh, you wouldn't do anything else. You wouldn't just come into the city for dinner, would you, or come into the city just to have – you wouldn't even go to a bar, would you? Like, on a – why I mean, would you not, do that? Not on a regular basis. Regular? I wouldn't go ever. How's that sound? I, I mean, I just can't do it. I, getting here every night is such a pain in the ass. Like, it's such a disaster that, like, thinking about even coming near the city on a Saturday or Sunday is, like, it's just not an option. I'll tell you what is an option. Getting on PharrellOnTheBench.com for all my college and pro plays this weekend. 
Go sign up. What are you waiting for? It's cheap. The return is sickening. It's the best site, the best snags, the best price. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Every play, every day, everything that's on the board, all the college and pro football, boxing, baseball, MMA, hockey, NBA, it's all on there. PharrellOnTheBench.com. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. Otherwise, she'll run off to the desert with her friends and sleep with men that they don't know and spend all the money buying drinks and dinners and reefer. Is it legal in Arizona? I certainly hope so. Uh, Jason in Shreveport. Oh, my God. Am I on? Yeah, you're on. What's up, buddy? Daggum, Pharrell. Love you, man. I, I'm going to try to say this as quick as I can. I, I got three things I'd like to ask you. You answer as many as you want. But all right, uh, all right. it's a great year for great year for Louisiana football. And um, uh, uh, I guess first question, most important, is uh, Breeze and Kamara might be back this week. Do we – should we even start them? Is, is it even important that we have them against Arizona? Next question is uh, – Saints haven't given up a hundred yard rusher in like thirty some odd games. Is San Francisco gonna be the next one to do it? And then to LSU, um this weather's nasty down here that might shut down our passing game tomorrow. What do you think about our chances against Auburn with the nasty field? Well, that's a great question. I don't know. Uh, everyone and their brother is taking LSU in this game like it's no problem at all. It's a walk in the park. And I think it's going to be anything but a walk in the park. I think it's going to be a great game, without a doubt. I think the weather will make it even more equal, if you will, and, and level it off a little bit. I, You know, I think playing under the lights uh, at, at Baton Rouge is a lot harder than playing in the afternoon. Does that make sense? Like, I mean, in the second half, they'll be under the lights. But when they play a 7.30 start in Baton Rouge, Carver High, that's Death Valley. That's a place you go to die. You play there in the afternoon. It's a little different. It's still brutal. It's, uh, but at least a half of that game will be in, in daylight. And I just think that if it's pouring down rain, that it'll it'll level the game and it'll make it even. And then, uh, do, how do you feel about that? You no, think it's harder to play there at night than it is in the day? I think it's definitely harder to play there at night because they get drunk all day yeah, and they go well, there at night and they're you just say lit. that about a lot of places. Not like that country. place. I know that place. It's heightened a little bit, but weather can absolutely equalize. What that happens game. in that game? There's no question. Yeah, and then as far as the Saints go, I would say, and I want to get your opinion, I would not play him, and I don't trust the Camara uh, thing either. Uh, I'll tell you what, Breeze, there, what reason is there to play Breeze on uh, Sunday when uh, I know it's, uh, you know, to me that's an easy game for them. At home, they got a great defense, and no, I don't think San Francisco will be the next team to run 100 on him. I think they'll throw on them. I think Garoppolo will be able to throw on them. We'll see how that goes, though. They're both really good teams. I think the Saints are going to go to the Super Bowl. We'll see if that comes to fruition. But I don't um, – I like their defense. No reason to play him. Bridgewater's winning. The defense is winning. They're playing great football without him. Uh, if they were losing, I would say play him. Uh, but the fact that they've won five straight, is it? Uh, with, yeah. with, I mean, there's absolutely no reason to yeah, play him. Yeah, I think that all the wins that have been racked up by Bridgewater since he's been out, it gives you the comfort level and the, the cushion to be able to not play Breeze on Sunday, especially when you have the bye next week. They're going into a bye after this game. 
which is a whole nother week that you could let Breeze get right, and Kamara too. I wouldn't play either of them on Sunday. I would sit them both. Get them and then ready. they have a bye. Then they have a bye. That's another two weeks that they could just get healthy and prepare for the second half and the stretch run. I do see a small side of this why maybe he wants to play everybody. Every win matters to them. They know how important it is to have home field in the NFC and make people go into that dome. They're Right now, they're about, their only team that's ahead of them is the Niners, who are still undefeated, as we know, in the NFC. Right. I don't think the Niners are going to go undefeated this year. So the Saints are probably also looking at it as we want to win as many games as possible, and Drew gives us the best chance to do that. I still would sit Drew and Kamara this week. Bridgewater's been great. He can win you a game on Sunday. Come back after the bye fresh with everybody. So going back to Diaz for a second, you know how tough he is uh, and how violent he is. And But you also know this Masvidal guy is a, an absolute beast. He's violent. The guy wins. Uh, do you think Diaz can take him out? I mean, this guy's no joke. He wins guy, every fight. Yeah, this, guy mean, doesn't, this guy doesn't mess around. I think this will be a, a nasty fight. I'm glad that it's still on. For now, as we know, who knows what can happen in the next week? As always, with these UFC fights, anything can happen. Hopefully, nothing happens. I want to. Uh, I want to see that fight. No, because it has the potential to be a pretty violent fight if it goes down. I, I so. think it's going to be a fast. Uh, do you think it'll be a fast fight? Like it'll. There's going to be so much violence in it. It's just going to end. Somebody's going to get. Clipped. Yeah. Somebody's going to go down. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens in all the Masvidal's fights. Yeah, I, it's very possible. Diaz can take a beating. His face is like a spaghetti after fights. Well, he's tough. He he's going to stand in there and he's going to go at it. Uh, but this guy Masvidal's been he's been destroying people, right? I, I like Diaz a lot. He, he's uh, my favorite fighter. I, I love watching him fight. He just is so violent and so nasty. And he tells it like it is. and he does Tells it like it is, and he doesn't suck up to all those people. They, no. He's their worst nightmare. No, he does not. He does not care what they say or do or what they want him to do. But he has earned like the right to fight in big fights, and, he, and he's earned the right to make a lot of money. He has earned the right to be rich. Off, like, he, he is a massive draw for them. Like, I, now, like, you know, because they're always talking about Conor McGregor, right? They don't have that many this guy, massive draws right but now. But this guy's past him, in my opinion. He fights, so this yeah, guy— I, I can't go there. He hasn't passed him. I get that he fights in terms of who's going to sell more pay-per-views and who's going to sell more tickets. It's still Conor McGregor. But this guy fights, and your boy doesn't fight ever. I know, so but— I, I don't care what he does when he never does a thing for three years at a time. Screw him six ways till Sunday. He is still— especially if he claims like he does that he's going to fight three times next year. He is still, if you put his name up on the marquee, he's their biggest draw. I, I know that he doesn't fight anymore, so it's hard to You say can't that. tell me that Nate Diaz and Masvidal, it, it, that it's not better than— I'm sure it'll be a better uh, fight, than, but— Than Cerrone and, uh, and McGregor. Of course it's not as uh, a good a fight. You know, the, the Diaz fight's going to be better. Of course it's going to be better. But— Drawing people to the television. Nobody knows who Masvidal is unless you're a UFC fan. No, And a lot of people don't know who Nate Diaz is unless they're a UFC fan. It's about bringing people who aren't fans to add to the viewership. And Connor does that whether you like him or not. It's just it's, it is what it is. All right, 855-212-4227. So he has been cleared to fight in, in this fight Saturday, next Saturday at the Garden, November 2nd, against uh, Masvidal. So there you go. I think uh, your boy Kyrie gave his dad his jersey tonight. It was a very emotional moment. Everyone, everyone loves everyone. 
Everyone loves each other so much. I love you. I love that 50-point launch you put up the other night. It was such a great game. The hanging out. Congratulations, you beat the Knicks. Everyone beats the Knicks. Holy, 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 So uh, there you go. Two games, uh, 76 points. He had 26 tonight. And that's now a Nets franchise mark. Passing Stefan Marbury and Richard Jefferson, who's now uh, on ESPN giving out his opinions. Starberry. Your boy Starberry. He did better in China, didn't he, than in the NBA. NBA legend. Yeah, NBA legend. Chinese legend. Maybe he could uh, solve the Chinese problems that we're having with the NBA. You know what I mean? Send Starbury over there to uh, solve the problem. And uh, Dennis Rodman. He gets along with all the world leaders, communist or otherwise. He's really good at that. So Oklahoma, Kansas State tomorrow, Carver High in uh, Manhattan, Kansas. I got crabs there once. Thank you. It was quick, but uh, it happened. Do you like the Sooners to cover the 23 and a hook, Carver High, on the road against the Wildcats? I do. I'm not uh, a big Kansas State fan. Iowa and Northwestern at Ryan Field in Chicago. The Hawkeyes rank 20 at their 5 and 2 against the 1 and 5 Wildcats. Your boy Pat Fitzgerald. So how many sticks are the Wildcats getting? Nine. I'll take the Wildcats. Taking the sticks. Appalachian State in South Alabama is uh, number 21, App State on the road, land 27 and a hook. Auburn, LSU. Uh, you didn't tell me who you're taking there? I'm taking LSU. And laying the 10? I am. Penn State, Michigan State. You lay in the four? I would lay even more than that. I, I love Penn State tomorrow. Texas, TCU in Fort Worth. Texas, Texas laying lane? one. They could, uh, they could get upset like there. They could get upset. The way they've been playing. Texas, uh, remember last week they struggled mightily uh, and then squeaked it's out Kansas, that win over right? Kansas, like 50-48 to 48 or whatever it was. That's exactly what it was, 50-48. I think it might have been in overtime even, unless I'm mistaken. Maryland and Minnesota row the boat. They're 7-0. and Let's go, PJ. Keep rowing it. You Proud. Think, do you think he likes that gig? He likes it this year. <laughs> Oklahoma State and Iowa State and Ames. Iowa State laying ten and a half. Is that too much? No, they'll cover. Arkansas and Alabama. Alabama going with the backup quarterback, laying thirty-one and a hook. Yeah, that's fine. They'll still cover. BC and Clemson at Clemson. Clemson's laying thirty-five. I'm all in. Clemson. All in. Notre Dame, Michigan, and it's uh, straight pick 'em. Wow, it's gone down to pick them, huh? Yeah. Irish win. Arizona State, UCLA at the Rose Bowl. Arizona State laying a, a field goal. I kind of like the Bruins tomorrow. Not going to lie. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I will say this, uh, since you bring up Arizona State, Herm has done a really good job there through a season and a half, right? Right. Had some good wins last year. Got right. them back to respectability. Been ranked for a lot of this year so far. Right. Um, I, I, I thought, I think we didn't know what to expect with Herm 
going back to coaching. After, and he's done a good job. He's done a pretty good job. He has. Cal in Utah at Rice Eccles. Your boy, the governor, calling that one. Is the governor doing him. it? He is. Give me Utah. Laying 20 and a hook, I think, is a little steep. Washington State and Oregon at Outson in Eugene. Good evening, Eugene. What's Washington State getting? Uh, Washington State's getting two touchdowns. Yeah, I'll take it. And then uh, that's it. Those are the ranked games. We'll look at some of the unranked games and see if Carver High's got a gambling fetish for those. Plus all your pain day locks, NFL, Carver High's dishing out the sheet of integrity for Sunday pain day. All in the last hour. Call and get on the air right now, 855-212-4CBS. Don't forget the podcast of the show comes out after the show on Twitter and Facebook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.